It looks as if the world is preparing for war. These were the words written on January 26, 2017 in a Time Magazine article by former Soviet Union President Mikhail Gorbachev. And truly, the world is more precarious than it's been for decades. Consider the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists, who on January 24, 2019, assessed the world's nearness to nuclear Armageddon as only two minutes to midnight. The world is an increasingly dangerous and volatile place. So what's going on? And what will be the result of a new arms race between China, Russia, the United States, and other nations? Who will dominate the rest of the 21st century? And perhaps we should ask a slightly more unexpected question, is Europe preparing for war? We don't often think of Europe as a military powerhouse, but something is happening in Europe that we need to take note of. It's different from anything in the last 70 years since World War II. Consider just a few headlines from the last few years. European People's Party leaders bang drum for the European Army. Germany's annexing Dutch military as secretive EU army begins to take shape. Germany is quietly building a European army under its command. EU unveils military pact projects and Merkel calls for real, true EU army. European leaders are taking more command of their own defense. Is that good? Is that bad? Let's consider that today because the Bible predicts the sudden and dramatic rise of an end-time superpower. It will burst on the world scene as a surprise to most of humanity. Today on Tomorrow's World, let's examine what's happening in Europe and where it will lead. And in a few minutes, you'll have the opportunity to request our shocking but informative booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. So join me now on Tomorrow's World as we consider the question, Is Europe Preparing for War? Welcome to Tomorrow's World. Since the end of World War II, America has been the dominant superpower defending Europe. It's filled the role as the leading member of NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. NATO was created on April 4, 1949, and at its height, more than 400,000 American troops were stationed across the continent. Europe was the front line in the standoff between the USA and the Soviet Union. But in 1989, the Berlin Wall began to come down, and one by one, the Eastern European states gained their independence. And everything since has been peace, love, and harmony, right? Well, not exactly. On December 28, 2018, a Wall Street Journal article summed it up well, saying, We still have an international order 30 years later, but it is far more fragile than the one we envisaged back in 1989. 
The Europeans are under pressure to create a force uniquely European. But why is this happening? And where will it all lead? There are several forces pressuring Europeans to create their own defense apparatus today. We'll consider three of these in today's program. The rise of radical Islamic terrorism, the growth of the Russian threat, and the decline of the United States. Let's consider the first one. Number one, the rise of radical Islamic terrorism. In 2016 alone, there were attacks in five different prominent European cities. London, Paris, Berlin, Hamburg, and Stockholm. 150 people were killed. Immigration has slowed, but the threat of terrorism continues and is a major force pushing Europeans to adopt tougher security policies. Take, for example, January 2015. After a terrorist attack in Belgium, the government sent troops to guard certain targets around the country. It was the first time in 30 years that authorities used troops to reinforce police in Belgium cities, according to the Times of Israel. The Constitution of Germany forbids troops to be deployed within its own borders. But on July 24, 2016, to respond to terrorism, the German publication Deutsche Welle reported that the Bavarian finance minister had declared that portion of the Constitution obsolete. In October of 2015, at the European People's Party's Congress in Madrid, EPP President Joseph Dahl said, We are going to move towards an EU army much faster than people believe. In December 2015, the EU announced a controversial proposal called the European Border Force and Coast Guard. This force would have the power to cross national borders in order to secure borders that other European nations were, quote, unable or unwilling to protect. Understandably, critics protested this new program that would potentially undermine European nations' sovereignty. It went into effect in 2016. While it may seem a rational policy to combat terrorism, consider the power this agency would give a radical dictator if one would arise. These are only a few examples of Europeans' growing acceptance of more centralized security measures to protect citizens from terrorism. But again, why is this happening? Does the Bible say anything about Islamic-European relations being a source of conflict in the end time? Yes, it does. Read with me in the book of Daniel, in chapter 11, verse 40. At the time of the end, the king of the south shall attack him, that is, the king of the north. And the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind with chariots, horsemen, and with many ships. And he shall enter the countries, overwhelm them, and pass through. He shall also enter the glorious land, and many countries shall be overthrown. He shall stretch out his hand against the countries, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. So will a European dictator go to war with a new Islamic caliphate? And is the threat of terrorism actually unwittingly moving Europe to a more militarized position now? Only time will tell. But watch Europe. Watch the role that radical Islam plays 
in pushing Europe to become more militarized. There is another dynamic that is pushing Europe to press more openly for defense. That is, Europe's neighbor to the east, the increasingly aggressive threat called Russia. So the second reason we'll examine today is, number two, the growth of the Russian threat. The Berlin Wall began to come down in 1989. At that time, the Eastern European nations came out from under the Iron Curtain. The Soviet Empire crumbled. Many concluded Russia had become irrelevant. Even in the spring of 2004, Russian President Vladimir Putin referred to Europe as Russia's, quote, natural, most important partner. But since that time, Russia has taken a more aggressive position. In 2014, Russia invaded Ukraine and seized the Crimean Peninsula on the Black Sea. Since then, Europeans see Russia as a more dangerous threat. Consider some of the real-world examples of this sea change in Europe. January 2015, British warplanes intercepted Russian warplanes over the English Channel, one believed to be carrying a nuclear weapon. April 2016, Russian warplanes simulated attacks on a U.S. Navy ship in the Black Sea, repeatedly coming within 30 feet of the vessel. September 2018, massive Vostok 2018 war games were conducted by Russia, China, and Mongolia, involving over 300,000 troops, 36,000 tanks, and 1,000 aircraft. In response, what are the European nations doing? During this time, NATO conducted its largest maneuver since the Cold War. A number of European countries have reintroduced the draft. Germany positioned tanks in Poland. Military spending has accelerated. Sweden issued packets to every citizen in the country with information on wartime procedures, the first time this has been done in 50 years. Hungary wants to institute mandatory military training for the youth in schools. And the EU has called for a permanent military academy and army headquarters and an EU army. In short, Europe is preparing for war. Perhaps many of us have not realized just how close Europe has been to a massive war with Russia. No wonder why Europeans are anxious to ramp up their defenses and their military. They're living right on the border with an increasingly aggressive Russian juggernaut. And more European leaders are eager to show Russia they are no longer going to lean on the United States. In March of 2015, an EU observer report noted, European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker has said the EU should establish its own army to show Russia it is serious about defending European values. A few moments ago, we talked about how the King of the North will have a conflict with an Islamic King of the South. Well, let's look a little further. In Daniel chapter 11, and this time in verse 44. But news from the east and the north shall trouble him, Therefore he shall go out with great fury to destroy and annihilate many. 
Could this be predicting a great battle between a European leader and a force from the east, including Russia? The geography fits. Russia is one of the countries north and east of Jerusalem, and Russia and Europe have a bloody history. A massive military buildup is occurring in Europe right before our eyes. It's not imagined. It's in the news. As the EU Observer reported, a perceived threat from Russia has triggered a central European dash towards military spending. But why is it happening? That's what's important. And that's why we're offering you a free booklet on today's program. It's a helpful and straightforward explanation of what is going to happen to Europe and the world in the turbulent time before Christ's return. It's entitled, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. Who or what is the beast? Is it a person? Is it a system? Go online or pick up the phone and call us right now. You'll be fascinated by this hard-hitting booklet. Order yours now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531. Call toll-free now or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Then be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. Welcome back. In the last segment, we saw that Europeans are getting increasingly nervous because of the radical Islamic element from the south and the growing Russian threat from the east. In the meantime, what is Europe's relationship with the United States? Is America pulling away? If you've been watching the news, you know the answer. And that brings us to our third point on today's program. What's the third reason why Europe is preparing for war? Number three, a fading and declining America. After World War II, America led the way in the reconstruction of Europe, and the NATO alliance meant American troops were stationed on European soil permanently. But in recent years, America's role has shifted. When the Cold War ended, NATO struggled to maintain its sense of mission. As the years wore on, American presidents urged their European counterparts to pay more for their fair share for the cost of their defense. In June of 2015, U.S. Defense Secretary Ashton Carter commended Germany's government for its leadership in the Ukraine crisis. At the same time, he urged Germany to bolster its defense spending to, quote, ensure that Germany's defense investments match Germany's leadership role, end quote. President Donald Trump has also pushed European governments to pay more of their fair share to financially support NATO. But he has also questioned the value of America being in NATO at all. 
He caused a political firestorm when, in 2017, he chose not to recommit to Article 5 of NATO. Article 5 states that an attack on any member of NATO requires other members to rally to its support. In response, German Chancellor Angela Merkel stated, The times in which we can fully count on others are somewhat over. She concluded that Europeans must take their future into their own hands. America cannot be trusted. Other officials in the U.S. government have reaffirmed America's commitment to NATO. And for now, America is the driving force behind NATO's military capability to counteract Russia. But how long will that last? Will future controversies like trade disputes drive a wedge between Europe and the United States? It's hard to overstate the profound shift that is happening between these two powers. America is pulling back from Europe, and some observers are saying the shift is irreversible. But it's not just America that is exiting Europe. It's Britain as well. The British voted to leave the European Union on June 23, 2016. When this referendum took place called Brexit, some in the EU saw it as an opportunity to push their military agenda forward, knowing that the British were not generally favorable to a European army. Note what one German defense minister said. Europe needs common political will for more security policy relevance. The outcome of the election in America could provide an additional impetus. The Brexit decision and the election in the United States have set a new course for the EU. Europe is on the rise. We may not see the final form of a united Europe today yet, but the events of today are preparing the way for an eventual superpower to take the world by surprise. How can we be so sure? Bible prophecy. And you can read about it in the booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon Coming Reality. We want you to understand. We don't want you to be misled and deceived and confused. God will allow these events to unfold for His purpose. You need to know how you can prepare and how you can be ready. Just ask for your copy of the Beast of Revelation booklet. You can order it online, by mail, or on the phone. And after this brief message, I'll be right back. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. In this program so far, we've examined the evidence that Europe is preparing for war and why that's happening. We've noted that Islamic terrorism, Russia's aggression, and America's growing isolationism is contributing to a newfound European desire to create its own security. Europe is going to rise in the last generation before Christ returns. And European leaders may have the best intentions to create a new order based on the rule of law, democratic principles, personal freedoms, and economically liberal policies. 
But Bible prophecy predicts what will begin as a well-intentioned European experiment will end in disaster. How do we know? How can we predict that? Since the Roman Empire collapsed in 476 A.D., many have tried to revive it. European leaders like Charlemagne, Charles V, and Napoleon, Mussolini, and Hitler. And the Bible shows that there is yet one more revival of the so-called Holy Roman Empire. We find that in Revelation chapter 17. Revelation 17 and verse 9. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. The Bible speaks of seven revivals of this system, of the so-called Holy Roman Empire, and that the final revival will lead right up to the return of Christ. Revelation 17 and verse 12. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. There will be a powerful military leader who will lead a confederation of nations led by lesser kings or leaders who will voluntarily give their power to him. Going on in verse 14. These will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings. Christ will intervene, fight with this individual called the beast and those who follow him, and crush this rebellion. Ten kings, or ten leaders, are prophesied to form the core of a military superpower called the beast, or the king of the north. These ten kings of Revelation 17 correspond to the ten toes of Daniel chapter 2. It's talking about the same event. And Daniel 2 also speaks of a stone cut out of the mountain without hands, coming down and crushing the image on its feet or toes, and a kingdom being set up which will never be destroyed. That's God's kingdom set up by Jesus Christ. Again, will this leader intend to build a destructive empire to bring the whole world to the edge of cosmocide? Probably not. Most likely this alliance will begin with good intentions, but circumstances will lead to growing political and military power falling into the wrong hands, and a dictator will arise. French finance minister Bruno Le Maire stated in an interview with German newspaper Handelsblatt that Europe should become a, quote, peaceful empire, end quote. He said, I am using this phrase because in tomorrow's world, it's going to be all about power, technological power, economic, financial, monetary, cultural power, all will be decisive. Europe cannot be shy any longer about using its power. Unfortunately, sadly, the Bible shows this power will turn sinister and will take the world to the brink. 
but Jesus Christ will intervene. He will crush the nations that attempt to fight him, and he will usher in a 1,000-year period of peace on earth. Mankind will, for the first time, really live in harmony and security. God speed that day. You can study this for yourself by ordering your free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. It will open your eyes to the meaning behind the headlines. You need to know the truth, and you need to understand how you and your family can prepare. Call, click, or write. Order your booklet today. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now, 1-800-236-0531. Call toll-free now or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Then be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. Will Europe be plunged into war in the future? Sadly, the answer is yes. Read with me in Zechariah chapter 14 and verse 1. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. For I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Half of the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives. The God of heaven will intervene and stop the coming insanity. And the people of the United States, Canada, South America, Africa, China, Japan, the Caribbean, all over the world, and yes, Europe, will rebuild from the ruins. And they will be personally guided by Jesus Christ. He will return and bring order and harmony to the chaos and violence of our world. If you can catch that vision, you can be a part of the saints who will work side by side with Jesus Christ when that day comes. We can be a part of that. The key is what we do right now. Get involved with God's work. Read your Bible every day. Pray to the God of heaven who made you and will guide you. And keep watching tomorrow's world. We're here to help you as you seek to follow God in a world that gets more confused and confusing by the day. It's our sincere hope and prayer that God would guide you and help you in your walk with Him as you obey Him and seek to align your life with His ways. So thank you for joining us. And be sure to join us again next week as Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, Wallace Smith, and I continue to share with you the good news of the coming kingdom of God. 
and make the prophecies of the Bible come alive. See you next time. To take advantage of today's free offer or view today's program now or anytime, go to tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.